Hello, welcome. This is a uh, another special episode of when will it end? Or maybe who knows? Maybe this is just now. What when will it end? I, I'm honestly not sure. Josh, I haven't seen Josh in days, and he's so so sleepy now. So, um, but thankfully, I have a f- few friends, and they're all willing to talk movies. But I don't know if they're any good at it yet. And uh, I'm joined by. Maybe one of the longest listeners we've ever had. Uh, you've been you've been in since the early days. This is my friend Keith. Hello. We've got we go way back. We go almost four years back now. Yeah. Like it'll be Damn. four years this October. Yeah. Uh, I normally don't let my personal and professional lives mingle like this. So this is a you should be honored that this is a a rare treat. Where getting that text made me feel so many things. Wow, um, really? It, yeah. I mean, we've been talking um, about the Harry Potter idea mm-hmm. for a while. And yeah. I, 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 but this was, <laughs> it just felt different. Felt yeah, different. You're, in, you're in control. You got to pick. <laughs> you got to tell me what to do, yeah. which I never let you do when we worked at Fort Point together. No, 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 no. That's true. You always were basically in charge of me. So mm, that's yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it would be hard. I don't know what I would do if I were still, if we were working at Fort Point together and you got promoted to manager. I don't know that I would respect you. It'd be hard. Yeah, uh, I could understand that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I went to Canton uh, was because <laughs> no one knew you there. No one knew me there. There was two that knew me, and they welcomed me in with open arms, and mm. then immediately regretted that decision. But dude, you started the trend. Everyone's everyone's gone to Canton now, dude. I am the you trend. You did it. I am the trend. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, from all our listeners who are hearing this strange voice that you might have only heard in like The Departed or <laughs> The Town, I found I unearthed a true Bostonian. This is uh, oh. well. Wait, no, you, no, no. You're a fuck. I'm a you're South a Shorean. You're a. <laughs> I am South Shore trash, and don't you ever forget it. <laughs> Um, wait, so South for everyone, because, you know, we just we've done some extensive Boston coverage on the show. We we just watched the Spider-Man movies, which feature Boston in delicious detail, mm-hmm. we think. We never really checked mm-hmm. on that, but we think that was Boston. Um, but, you know, The Departed is one of our favorites. And, um, you know, people are really curious if this is actually how adults speak to each other. And I don't know, I thought we should just sort of. <laughs> Have someone on to set the record straight. What is the difference between a Bostonian, a North man? Wait, what is it? North Shore. North Shore. North Shore. North Shoresman. Yeah. I mean, the South Shore is the only shore that matters. Uh, mm. there, is, there is a true long reveled rivalry um, that's not actually as serious as I'm making it sound. <laughs> it's mostly between a roast beef sandwich versus bar pizza. And uh, if that's you think intense, that, dude. If you think that on the best day, a really good roast beef sandwich beats out an average pizza, you're out of your goddamn mind, because that's just simply not true. Wait, um, sorry. My brain couldn't... Uh, there's too much math involved. You're saying pizza's a, better than roast beef? Yes. An average Absolutely. pizza is still worlds better than the best North Shore roast beef sandwich. Absolutely. And North Shore I mean, roast beef sandwiches are amazing. They're so good. But okay. don't try to tell me it's better than pizza. That's yeah, egregiously. I mean, the, there's so many reasons. Like, here's the thing: pizza. It's an end. Like the word pizza. I don't know what it actually means. It's like it's sort of like I don't know. But anyway, it's like pizza just is the bread, and you can put. Sure, it's a dream holder. Mm. A roast it beef sandwich much. is just like a a fucking sentence. It's a life sentence. It's also a mess. They yeah. are the messiest. Uh, lunch items one person can muster, and huh. they are delicious in every sense. But again, they do not compare to the best bar pizzas. It's just it's just not a thing. But that's where the rivalry comes from. Okay, and bar pizzas are just like the bad pizzas, right? That you get at like the bars do. Or wait, no. Oh shit! Bad I just pizza. it's like oh no, but like, my sorry. God let knows. me restate it. The um. They're not trying too hard, right? It's not like a they're like a fancy little pizza. No, they're definitely not. I mean, they they if memory serves, they were like in the seventies in like just old old school bars and like dives that just oh, what do we do for food? Pizza. 
Pizza. Uh, like yeah. I think Town Spa has been doing it for oh god, I want to say like forty or fifty years. It's been a long time. Right. Um, Fuck. But it's basically like a little eight inch, ten inch personal pizza. Uh, very very well done. Crispy, thin crust, like almost like a cookie. It, it's they're they're <laughs> miraculous. You could eat three of them and you still don't feel terrible. That's how like personal size they are. But oh, oh they, wow, they're really crazy. intimate. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I would not share a pizza uh, if I went to Venus or Poopsies, which is the ultimate. Um, wow. But no, if you wanted to get one, I'd say get your own, and we'll you know we'll we'll have okay. a little. Well, we're here to talk 21 Jump Street, but I do before have to ask, what's your favorite bar pizza from Poopsies? Oh, uh, the ghost pepper cheese. Ghost pepper cheese? Yes. Is that, and wait, is there a comma in there or is it ghost pepper cheese? It, it, it's it's a ghost pepper cheese pizza. Uh, there's not like peppers on the pizza. It is, I believe, in the 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 cheese the dough the, whatever i don't exactly know how they make it it's mm. just the perfect and i'm a bitch with spicy food like what medium, does that mean? like jalapenos are almost too hot for me okay I like okay she's so like when yeah. i say ghost pepper the first time i saw it i was like no but it is the perfect spice perfect flavor wow. it is unbelievable so ghost pepper pizza Incredible. at poopsies it's the goat Okay. Well, if I'm ever um, in Poopsie Land, I can't believe I just. If I'm ever <laughs> in your area, uh, do they do vegan, or would I just get beaten up? Would I be just called no, terrible no, I, slurs? I will be honest. I don't know that they do. I've never asked. But given mm-hmm. the uh, the traditional nature of that place, I would say probably not. But do not quote me on that. I just don't know okay. that for sure. Traditional. That's a good yeah, word for it's it. It's a traditional 70s. Yeah. Uh, the lighting, the carpets, all the same. Those are the places that sell their like old ass pans for like millions of dollars. Is that like the seasoned pans? Is that like a th- I heard about that. Yeah, some have done it. I don't know if Poopsies has done it, but that's yeah. the idea. It literally has not changed a day in 50 yeah. years. So. so the North Shore is I'm sort of want to get my geography right before we get started. Is mm-hmm. the North Shore north of Boston and the South Shore south of Boston, or both shores be- south of Boston? No, and the North one... Shore is yeah, they're north of Boston on the coast with some yep. inland towns, and then the South Shore is obviously south of Boston with some inland towns. So okay. like Ooh. the immediate shore is like uh, Hull, uh, Weymouth, Hingham, Situate. Um, it's going down. Uh, Duxbury, uh, Marshfield, <laughs> these are all towns on the shore, and then it technically goes inland a little bit. Um, Damn, how do you feel about that? These like inland towns getting the clout of being a shores guy. Well, that's technically my area. I'm in. Oh, okay. Shore guy. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, so I'm fine with it because uh, it gives me <laughs> purpose, uh, a sense of being. But well, yeah. let me tell you, uh, Keith. You you give off the energy of an actual shoresman. So your <laughs> your inland nature is hidden beneath a exterior that really only is, is just sort of like oozes pure Southie, I think, but yeah. in the best best possible way. I'll I'll take it. I'll You'll take, take it. it. <laughs> I appreciate so, it. So um, we are. This is a special two parter. Um, Again, I said Josh is sleepy. He's not. He's he didn't wake up today, or um, or at least that's what he texted me earlier when he said I'm asleep right now. So uh, Keith is here. We're going to doing a two week blitz through 21 and 22 Jump Streets. I still don't know what to call this series. I guess I just call it the Jump Jump Verse. Uh, the the yeah. tw- the Twentiverse. Right, the Twentiverse. That is interestingly ugly. I think I like that. <laughs> Or what is it? Twenty is twenty venti the ventiverse. The ventiverse, the but then people who are, who are Starbucks um, might think it's just like a large wait. All right, large? then I think we're stuck at uh, jumpiverse. I think we're stuck at the jumpiverse. Okay, I might go back to the twentiverse and see how I <laughs> when I'm when I'm editing the the images, I'll see what that looks like. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm I saw Twenty One Jump Street when it first came out. And I've never seen 22 Jump Street, so this is going to be very fun. I'm sort of mm. curious why you dis- why why you land. I gave you a few. I just was like, mm. I went to the Wikipedia page for two part movie franchises, and you 
like I listed so many good ones and you're like, let's do 21 Jump Street. So what uh, what what makes you choose uh, that one? Um, I love good ones. I love no, I'm just it. kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. it's it's they're not like they're not the town level great movie, but they are so much fun. And I say this, I never watched the show. I didn't mm-hmm. know, like, I'd heard of it, but I'd never, I never, I never watched it. Um, so, like, I guess this is jumping ahead, but the reveal of the two original, Johnny Depp and, I don't even remember the other. Oh, my yeah, God. I, I, That's yeah. why they got Johnny Depp. I, wow. I yes, didn't even figure exactly. that out. <laughs> so, he and the other guy that was in this undercover thing, they were the original two in the show. And oh. I, I never, I never watched the show. I never knew anything about it. I just saw that it was Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, uh, who yep. I both love a lot, especially Channing Tatum. Um, okay, so good I to love, know. I love these Which you're both a genius and a buff man. So <laughs> how is this for one. you? Watch. <laughs> watching a movie where you really have to choose um allegiance to either being um a smart guy or a a strong guy. Who do you who do you like when you watch this movie and they get start bickering with each other and they both have grievances, who do you naturally like do you find yourself sort of leaning to choose one version of yourself over the other? I was sort of a blend of both, but Oh, exactly. In, in, I'm trying like to get I, the one then in that case, Jonah Hill, because okay. I did have my fair share of bullies and, and oh. or inter- interaction. Oh, I, just, I don't care. hundred years ago. Um, but I played oh. sports. So well, yeah, I'm aging myself there. A hundred years ago, <laughs> I was in high school. Uh, well, you'd look just like uh, Jonah Hill <laughs> in 21 Jump Street. Not so compared to all those high school students. Yeah. So I, I was very much Jonah Hill. Um, I was, I was not a star athlete. I played sports, but I was never like the guy. So I yeah. would definitely say Jonah is my spirit animal of okay. 21. Yeah. I was also, um, I was deaf. I like, I did baseball, which is maybe the least athletic <laughs> sport you can do. Nice. And then I quit. You think so? What's, you yeah. think there's a, a least athletic sport in high school you could play? Yeah, Actually, see. yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's baseball. <laughs> I mean, I was I was in the infield, so I I did do a little bit. Yeah, uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I did quit um, baseball when I got to high school to be on the Rube Goldberg Club, where we made a Rube Goldberg machine all <laughs> semester. I am very mad that my school did not have that. Hearing that that was a thing, at least somewhere. That sounds yeah. incredible. It was really fun. My three like best friends and I just did it with some other people and it was uh, a true joy. Uh-huh. Yeah, we stole um, our science teacher. We liked this guy. So this is sort of a sad... It, listeners, if you're easily weepy, we asked permission to use his big glass jar and he said to us... I think this episode is going to be fun because we're going to have lots of high school stories to recount. Oh, God, yeah. Um. He said, "Yes, you can borrow the big glass jar that had it had like a little spout that because what we wanted with our Rube Goldberg machine was a something would pull the the bung out of the spout and the water would pour out of the jar. It was a large jar; it was like the size of me. And then as the water left, it would like I think it was like would start rising because I don't know something was supposed to happen. We didn't even get there because the first thing he told us was, "Yes, you can borrow it as long as you don't break it." And then on day one we broke it we smashed it <laughs> sorry i'm supposed no. to be weeping not laughing that's a sad story not no a... it's, it's mr glick that did end up almost failing me in that class so that's fine wonder if it was related i don't know <laughs> but Rube Goldberg was fucking fun man we um we blew up a a lava you know those like uh what? those uh volcano things with, like Baking soda, soda and vinegar got poured in at the yeah. same time. Oh, yeah. Overflow, yeah, dude. It was, it was a true riot. No, I never had anything like. I mean, the high school I graduated from had uh, sixty kids, so we didn't have a lot of. Activities. Wait, what? In your grade or in the whole school? My grade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was so imagining I, my, some like my graduating class. 
started with 80-something. Some didn't graduate, some moved, a couple disappeared. Uh, (laughs) As weird. But yeah, I never had any Rube Goldberg Goldberg classes, and that sounds like the most fun. Yeah, Rube Goldberg sounds fun. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Goldborg sounds even better. Yeah. Um, but no, I did. I did soccer. I did track. I did basketball. Wow. Uh, I was in the snowboard ski club. Damn, man. Uh, yeah, I did. I did a lot of sports. I just wasn't amazing at any of them. That's good. That's the way so, to be. I think yeah. if you get known for being good at something, it just sort of haunts you. Yeah. That's I why I sort of like to. Yeah. That's specifically why I decided not to peak in high school. Um, <laughs> yeah. When are you going to peak? I, I'm thinking curious. like sometime in my mid seventies. Perfect. I'm always climbing. Yes, that's the way to do it. Um, you're actually one of the few people that went to a smaller school that I did. My yeah, graduating was class small. was like one ten, so it was mm. still pretty small. Like we weren't in the thousands. Like it's so funny watching Hollywood movies about high school where there's like literally thousands of people <laughs> in a building. It's and it's like I guess some people like this is a normal way to go to school and i guess it's like for in inlanders like you and yes. uh, coastal so, boat boys like me i was actually school choice at my high school so what that means is if you went to or lived in a in another town you could elect to go to the school so mm-hmm. Uh, I say this in the theme of the movie, not to be like, woe is me, but I actually switched schools because of my bully experience. I hated oh, my no. high school. I didn't want to be there. I had nothing. Uh, my, my best friend in the world since first grade is still my best friend. He's one of three, I think, at that school that I regularly see. But anyway, I uh, became school choice at this school, and it was so small in contrast of a thousand-person building in movies and i yeah. didn't know anyone I, I i was on the soccer team so i knew the soccer kids and that was it and but my cousin was a few years older than me and he was well known in the school he was just a, a goofball kind of whatever and <laughs> the first day of classes i was goofing around with um with one of the kids on the soccer team and a teacher i'd never met I had never seen her. I did not know who she was. I did not know she was a teacher. She said, Piesco, cut the shit. And I was like, ah, wow. <laughs> who, how, how do you know me? I don't know who you are. You are stranger danger to me right now. And you're yelling my last name in front of everyone. The and most was, embarrassing thing to happen. It was, it was embarrassing at first. And then I was like, ah, I guess... My cousin really set the path for my experience here. And I was only yeah. there for two years, but it was great two years. Is that cool when school. you started going by your last name, or have you always been a, a Piesco sort of guy? I've actually never asked anyone to call me by my last name. I don't know why it did start happening, but I don't know. I, go, I get KP a lot, and I get Piesco. I rarely get Keith. I don't mm. know why. I <laughs> Both are my names, so that's yeah. not a problem. But I don't that's know true. where it. Uh, I don't know where it started. That everyone or most people well, refer to me as one of those. Two. I know where it's ending is when we open up our strip mall with um. <laughs> Piesco's Pies Co. and Hobbies Hobbies. Yeah, P- Piesco's Pies Co. Yep, and Hobbies Hobbies. Um, that was a true dream of ours, and uh, it will maybe never come to pass, because I don't know anything about starting a strip mall. Actually, there's a mall near where I live that went out of business like a, like decades ago, and it just like it keeps going out of business. Like there was everything inside sort of fell apart, but there was still like, you know, the staples. We had the Target, yeah. uh, Best Buy, and a movie theater. The Best Buy closed like five years ago or something. The movie theater closed last year so all that's left is this like fucking giant building that just has this like pimple of a target and everything else is just decaying and growing weeds and shit can we name the strip mall itself 23 jump street oh my god franchising all (laughs) 
So we're making the third one a reality. Yeah. They have no plans to do a third one. We're making our own third one. Well, and I guess that's true. So if, if you're um, Jonah, I guess that by default, that means I have to be Channing. Yes. yes. And which you is are sad definitely for me. Channing. No, 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 you are Channing. You think so? I'm very small, but... Um, but you have a large personality. Uh, thank you. That's a nice uh, diplomatic way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sort of sweet. Yeah. He's um he's handsome and sweet and silly and dumb and I think I could I could slide right into that role. One hundred percent. Yeah, he, silly, sweet. I handsome, never liked dumb. him when he was like, Oh yeah, uh I do romantic comedies because I was like, Oh, another buff like douchey guy doing rom coms and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he started doing comedies and different movies. I was like, Oh my god, this dude is he's great. He's really yeah. funny. And then, you know, just reading stories and stuff online, he seems like such a good dude. Like, I read a story of him and his wife when they had their baby. Any celebrity be like, yeah, I'll sell pictures of my baby or, like, whatever, paparazzi. He he was like, no, we're going off social media for a while. We're not doing interviews. Like, we're going to just spend time with the baby. No one's going to – like, he just was so private about such a personal thing that I feel like so many celebrities are like, I do this for you. I had this yeah. baby to share with the world. He just seems like such a wholesome, great dude. And ever since this movie, actually, is I think the first like comedy or first fun thing that he did. I was like, okay, I actually really like this guy. So Channing, if you're listening, let's be friends, man. Oh wow, this has <laughs> never happened, by the way. No, no one, uh, no one's ever gotten a friend from this podcast. I'm gonna lose. Um, them. But this came. <laughs> <laughs> this came out the same year as Magic Mike, which I think was sort of my introduction to Channing. And this is yeah. like such a funny fucking like one of them is seems so personal. Mm-hmm. It's mildly humorous, but down it's like mostly a drama that's it's so different. And this is like yeah. a huge movie. And it's yep. weird that these like one of them feels like I whenever I think of this in my mind, which happens every day, I'm always like Magic Mike must have come out like at least six years before. 21 Jump Street. But it's crazy to me that they both came out same time. Yes, they did. I don't... Yeah, it's weird that that... Like, how did that collide that way? It's so interesting. The funniest thing for me was that was... I believe... What do you have... Are you looking at the year? What year did these come out? Uh, This is 2012. 2012. That was one of the last years I was in Tampa. Where he was Magic Mike, basically. He Mm -hmm. started in Tampa. So that was huge. Like, he actually, I think, did some sort of press in Tampa or came to some club or something like that. But he got started. He started dancing in Tampa. So it was huge. Did it make you feel um, like you've made some bad choices or that you could change? Like, did you ever feel like you should be up on that dance floor? I know you are as a, as a man who's seen you at a few Christmas parties, (laughs) I feel like you could have been Ah. the the second coming once he left tampa you could have sort of stepped in i'll let you in a little secret i Mm -hmm. was (gasps) i started i (laughs) no no uh it was only a few a few private gigs um (laughs) (laughs) no i uh you know he was he's it was inspiring i i it should have been i do love me a dance floor I i feel like he and um Tom York sort of trained me to be a dancer. <laughs> Tom I sort of York is up... the most eccentric dancer in the world. Yeah. I love it. And I I think he they both have similarly impactful but different I think just sort of maybe different body parts. I think Channing <laughs> sort of owns different body parts than Tom does yes. when I dance. At yeah. least a few. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> So um, you have seen this movie recently, or is this a rewatch that you... Yeah, this is like something that you just... No. No, I re- I've rewatched this movie a ton. Like, okay. If it comes on a streaming service, or if I see it, it's like, ah, it's $3 to rent, and I haven't watched in a while. I will pay a few bucks every few <gasps> years to rewatch wow. this, unless it's on somewhere for free. I like That's it that huge. much. It's just so yeah. enjoyable. Like... It's not taking itself too seriously, which is the best thing about it. Because, like, they could have tried to make this, like, super not serious. Because the show, to my understanding, was not very serious either. But they could have mm-hmm. really tried to play more in a 90s style. Th- but they just did their own thing with it. 
Oh, they, that's actually an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it like literally was entirely a new concept. Uh, mm-hmm. Just they tied it into the show at the end, but the whole first 90% of the movie was just, we didn't try to recreate it. We didn't try to redo it. We did our own thing with it based on the idea, which was great. This is sort of like the era of the reboot, if you like, if mm. my memory is serving me, which is like, yeah, that was like guess yeah. the whole thing was, I don't know, I feel like nowadays everything is so lost in like the 80s and now even like back to the 70s and maybe into the 90s, but like nothing feels like it's, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but like we're very like retro right now back to like 80s culture and the two mm. 2010s did seem like it was a strange period where a lot of mainstream movies were coming out weren't like they were like very 2010 yeah and maybe oh, i don't yeah. know i don't really know what the effect was but i feel like judd apatow maybe had a big effect there maybe mumblecore but everything was like oh it's okay to just be like this is happening right now we don't need to be like pulling from even if we're referencing other things it's okay to like just update it and throw it in what what, what would it look like now Yes, exactly. And I just, I think they did that super well with this. It was so original. Again, well, see, here I am talking about how original it was and how, you know, unique or like its own thing it was. And I've never seen an episode of the show. (laughs) I just know from posters and little clips here and there what the vibe of the show was. It just seems like a total, total reconstruct. Yeah. I think it also like it's interesting. It's like seems very different than the show, but for me, I'm a I'm a big I was a big Superbad fan when Superbad came out. Yes. I was just like, that's a movie I would probably never pay for, but watch mm-hmm. if I can find it for free. It takes a lot for, to get me to pay for a movie these days, so that's really not saying anything bad about Superbad. This one feels more like like almost Superbad two in some ways, and not just because Jonah Hill's in it, but it's like that same like oh, it's it's like okay to make a movie about male friendship like i don't know it took mm-hmm. fucking a hundred years of cinema over like in america to just be like it's not bad thing if boy is friends with another boy i don't know it's just like <laughs> boy like, and boy like, are friend yes. yeah it's so funny that that was like the big revelation from super bad and for me when i saw it and when, when did that come out mm-hmm. like 2009 or something i don't know but like yeah yeah it was so refreshing to feel like it's just not a bad thing to tell your friend that you love them. Yes. And like, that's so fucking sad that like yep. it took super bad for me to be like, Oh, I could tell my, my friends that I love them. <laughs> Normalize telling your friends you love them, man. I, I do it all the time. I know I, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. I mean, I think maybe for me, it definitely was the fact that Jonah Hill was involved and it's a similar relationship or yes, at least it yeah. builds into one because obviously they start out as very mortal enemies um, and become the best of friends versus super bad. Yeah. They are friends the whole time, but it's still very much two friends on a journey together. Uh, you know, trying to go to a party, trying to have get girls and then oh, trying to be cops. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it both have very loose end goals and, uh, there's so much humor in both of them. It's they're very mm-hmm. similar feels. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Even though I don't even know if they're mortal enemies at the beginning, they even had yeah, like yes. in the first few minutes, they even had that commiseration where they're both sort of been sent away, and neither of them gets to go to prom. So they mm-hmm. even right from the beginning, that. they they're very different, but they just have like they do start off from different starting points, but they are easily friends, and then it's not a surprise and. Yeah, I think it is like that same thing. It's I don't know. I guess it could get old, but the idea of just like friends having problems with each other and then going through like, you know, busting up a drug Mm. thing, which is what most friends do together to come back together at the end of their their problems. And that's exactly what happened in Superbad. That's (laughs) true. If they had their argument, they rejoin and they they help each other and then they're friends again and it's stronger than ever mm. was there ever was there supposed to be a, a super bad too i actually don't think there was yeah i think it was just a standalone um i think so i think i remember an interview with jonah um hill being like we very much didn't want to make a second one but yeah I, and it's I a forget. good thing they didn't because they they 
ended it where they're going their separate ways. So it's like, what are we going to do? Follow both of them separately in new stories? No, I don't want that. If we're going to yeah. get a sequel, I want them together. Or I want the characters together, not necessarily the super bad guys together, because they're going off to college. You can't make that... The, you can't bring them together if we've established at the end of the first one that mm. they're, they're on their way. Whereas true. 21 Jump Street, all that happens is they save the day. Yeah. And now we get more adventures with them. So it's oh, still the same. So many adventures. Oh, so many adventures. I can't believe you haven't seen We'll get to it, but I can't believe <laughs> you haven't seen the second it. one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask one question. I want a one number answer. How many times have you seen 22 Jump Street? I don't want you to elaborate. Like Five you're prone times. to do. Five times. Okay. And how many times and... have you seen 21? Like 100? 1,000? <laughs> no. no. Uh, okay. 3,000. No. Um, I don't know. Probably like 15 to 20. Okay. Like we're not talking outrageous numbers. Like I'm not once a month going. Mm. Well, it's uh, March 8th. It's the 8th of the month. It's time to watch 21 Jump Street. Oh, well, I guess it would be the 21st of the month that I should watch it. That was a missed opportunity. Uh, you could do eight. I'm not going to. That's fine. No, no. The eight. numbers have to match. Otherwise, the numbers matter. Work. <laughs> numbers are very important. <laughs> but no, I, yeah. So I, I just every once in a while, I'm like, oh, look, it's on HBO or up. Oh, they put it on yeah. Netflix. I'm going to watch this. Okay. Not a lot. Not a lot. But too, maybe too many times. But no, I, I don't know. It's funny how like when kids like kids watch movies fucking hunt like literally hundreds of times and i, I guess that sort of drops out eventually and as adults mm-hmm. like 20 times is a lot to watch the same thing yeah but i mean all over the, the course of what's that 10 years so it's yeah. once a year i watch it oh that's that's nice i mean i watch back to the future probably <laughs> once every month and that is almost not an exaggeration. Wow. It's my favorite movie of all time. It does not get old. Favorite movie. It we is. should have done that. Ah, well, you you did that, didn't you? No. You didn't do the Back to the Future so. first? No. I don't think so. Uh, well, I watched it during COVID when we were just open at Fenway and we just had like movies on because oh, yeah, right. only, only we were inside and uh, mm-hmm. we watched the Back to the Future trilogy. It's my favorite. It was sort of eye-opening. Maybe, hey... If, uh, if, if Josh fans is still are... sleepy, and yeah, if I'm exactly. not hated by all or most, uh, I'll come back. I'm not, I don't know how to do subtitles on a podcast, but if, as long as people can understand you, then <laughs> I'm sure we can have you back to do a three-parter. Just have a voice actor dub over all the words <laughs> yeah. that have ours in them. Because <clears throat> you know what I was saying? I really want to go over the movie as I really like. <laughs> you can do it. This is incredible. <laughs> Takes some effort, but it can be done. Yeah, it's like thinking too much. Um, I this movie to me was my letterbox review was funny when funny, creepy when creepy. I want to maybe get my like big creepy issue out of the way. What do you think about? And it's I so, know exactly. Yeah, what you know what I'm going to bring it to the whole concept of like. Not only is this movie about this movie tries to do a lot. It's about two non friends become friends and try to make sure they stay friends. But then they also throw on the added conflict of them also trying to redo high school. Yes. Which, as like 30-year-olds trying to redo high school, can sort of come up with some problems that the film is aware of mm-hmm. in some ways. They're aware of like the partying. They thought that was like a funny joke that they they make the things that like, oh, Channing Tatum and, and Jonah Hill are obviously way too old to be doing this <laughs> into a joke in the movie. And that's very yes. fun. But the Brie Larson love interest yeah. thing always, like, I don't think I noticed it quite so much the first time, but this watch, I was just like, wow, this is just like a plot point in the movies that like a 30-year-old is, is hitting on us. Like, yeah. I don't know how old she is. They don't Not tell us, but it's like... Her. They kiss. Yeah, like, they make out at the end. Yeah, it's... it's um, it is uh, definitely problematic as far as uh, a plot point would go. It's just, if, it's just weird. Yeah, right. It's like, it's just weird that that's like, I like that they were becoming friends. That was really fun. Yeah, like Channing Tatum and the, the science kids. Hell yes. That's awesome. I love that. And, I love that. I love that. And but, even um Jonah and um Franco. Like, yes. that's a really fun. And I really liked when Brie Larson and, and Franco were like, 
maybe flirting with each other, but it's still sort of awkward. But like the fact that it's just like treated like a very typical Hollywood romance at the mm-hmm. end is like no one wants that. That's that's not like no. what anyone wants. I don't know. I didn't want it. <laughs> no, I, I can say I didn't it. want it because they didn't even like. This is not a defense or or what they could have, I guess, used a defense. But I don't think they ever even mentioned like, oh yeah, no, it's cool. Like, yeah, she's a senior, but she's an old senior. She's eighteen. Right. Like, it's still honestly, high school, but they didn't even try to justify it. They were just like, yep, he's an adult, <laughs> and she is almost, but not, <laughs> definitely right. not, definitely it's not. Weird. So it was, yeah, that's a very... But I think it sort of points, not only is it creepy, but it also just points to this, like, max, like, I think one thing that this era had was just, like, a lot going on. And I think maybe if they, they could have just, like, not written out the character, because, honestly, seeing a young Brie Larson do, like, she's very good. Oh, she's Um, great in this movie. I don't think we need to take her out. I think, honestly, more Brie would have been better. Yep. But just sort of like maybe make her the James or not James. James is the sex pest. What's who's which Franco is this? Dave. Dave, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dave, yeah. The uh, there is no other one. It's just Dave. There's Yeah, only- thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Dave is very good too though. So don't get rid mm-hmm. of Dave, but like I think if Bree had been maybe more like the number one drug dealer in school. Yeah. I don't know. There could have been like making her just like a love interest to help Jonah Hill overcome some like fucking silly shit that he still needs to mm-hmm. get over from high school is a disservice to her and an annoyance yes. in the plot. And is also just like, Jesus Christ, please don't kiss her. At the end. And, <laughs> and then I, they I, I was, do. <laughs> I was screaming it at my television. <laughs> and they did it anyway. No, it's not, it's not great. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, she really, didn't have much else other than she was just like a high school student that he was mm-hmm. interested in. Like she had no connection to any of the the police plot, I guess. Like yeah, she was obviously like she in the was... plot of the movie, but she wasn't like the character's right. The character's she was like plot, I guess. She was um, like sort of fucking Dave, I guess, yeah. or not. I don't really. I didn't really. Now they're blowing I'm, each other, man. But it's cool. Oh, you know? that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, like that was fun that they were like having like this open relationship as high schoolers and mm-hmm. this like new millennial. Like I guess they were maybe twenty ten would be the or were those Zoomers already or is that like the the I don't earliest think so. I youngest think millennials? I think they're the youngest millennials. If it's 20. okay, is it? I don't know. No, they were born in yeah. They were born in the nineties. They're they're yeah yeah. I mean, the actors weren't. They were all born in the fucking 80s, so... Right. Right. Yeah, they're they're about our age. Yeah, right in that yeah. range, and we are definitely uh-huh. millennials. So. Um, their relationship, and it's funny because we talk about what, you know, as far as millennials and Zoomers and how much has changed and open relationships and stuff, but one of my actually unrelated but sort of favorite parts of this movie is their first day back at high school, mm-hmm. and they're, like, identifying the cliques, is like, yeah. all right, those are the jocks. Those are the nerds. What the fuck are those things? <laughs> Who are they? Like, and it's yeah. just, and then you get these, the group that, that these two, Brie Larson and Dave Franco are in, and they're just, they're the cool kids, but they're like, you know, hippie, kind of crunchy, very like, Earth is our lover, like very uh, socially aware, which is, Actually, yeah. as I'm on this tangent, really ironic that they're such socially aware characters, and yet they have the writers made a 30 year old kiss a high school student. So, yeah, conflictingly unsocially aware. <laughs> hey, man, it was okay. a different 2012 uh, was a different time. Yeah, it reminded me of every movie in the 90s of like, ooh, that's not an okay thing. <laughs> yeah, changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah, no. We, one of the biggest surprises from watching like fucking Shrek was that there was just like trans and massage, just like all these terrible things still happening in like 2015. Yep. It, it's fucking crazy, man. Yep. We live in I a, mean, a unfortunately, Hollywood knows what sells and what works, and yeah, throw in whatever they want. But yeah, it's um. I think that aside when this movie is funny it's fucking very funny and you know me i hate cops and this movie is like actually 
a fun like it's the main characters are cops but they're every joke is like at how bad they are being cops but also just the like cops are just like when they're good at it they're still being aggressive and brutal and they just like i love that to me that was a at least if they're getting things wrong in some ends um it was fun to see like a yes them like when the opening scene on their bikes was just like okay this is a (laughs) this is a fucking awesome little moment (laughs) well it's even funnier how that they literally started or they they became cops so like oh I have nothing going for me. You have yeah. nothing going for me. <laughs> That's true. So go be a cop. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, it, they really made us feel for these two cops, but I think the whole time they're like, how do we shit on cops on this? Because yeah. there's not like one redeeming thing except for Ice Cube that relates to the police department of the whole movie. Like, even... Uh, yeah, who did they get for... Um, Was that... What's his name? Uh, the guy who plays their immediate commander before they go to the chapel. Nick Offerman. Yeah, he's fucking. That was a great. Yeah. I, I, they get some wonderful cameos out of the people that aren't the main. This is why I think this movie is going to be hard to choose an MVP. As good as the leads mm-hmm. are, there's this movie is sprinkled with like the gym teacher is maybe Rob Riggle. One of the funniest performances I've seen yes. in a long time. Is seen when. When they take the the drug yes. to prove that they're yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. and they run into him in the hallway, <laughs> and he says, "Stop! Stop doing that with your tongue. Put the, put yeah. your tongue back in your mouth." Just his yeah, delivery on those lines is so good. Yeah, stop blowing on me or whatever. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's the way. I think this is an era of comedy that was just like really playful with the like um, literality of what was happening. It was like, yes, no one would ever put up with getting blown on by who you think is a high school student. And this is just like, he literally forces Jonah Hill's tongue back into his mouth. As, like that's a normal thing. Someone would have done to another person. And like, it's a straight faced lunacy that is like, I think that's when this movie really shines is when it's like really stepping into people doing absolutely crazy shit as though it's like, Oh, what, why wouldn't we do it? Why would we do anything else? He has multiple moments like that too. Like when they're on the track meet, and Jonah's still on the drug, and he gets the baton, and he, like, <laughs> stops doing this la-la-la-la-la thing. And then Rob Riggle's, like, getting up close to him to yell at him, and he starts putting it down by his dick. He's like, what's that? Is that a dick? You making that a dick? No, no. Yeah, no, don't. exactly. No, don't make it touch me. No! Like, it's so good. I gotta see more from this guy. I feel like I... I, you, I've, I'm sure I've, I've told this, these sort of stories of me when I was younger on the podcast before. You might have even heard them, but when I was in high school, I sort of avoided comedies because I thought they were like I didn't like Will Ferrell. I didn't like any of those SNL guys. I think I probably called them. I don't know. I just felt like I was too smart yeah. for these idiots. But I was <laughs> wrong. They're fucking funny. They're so funny. But I'm not. I still don't. I'm not a huge fan of the like. Um, Talladega Nights kind of thing, but like this Riggles They're guy. They're exceptionally silly. Yes, but this guy's fucking brilliant at doing this thing. I don't know if this is all he does, but um, he's very good in this movie, and uh, he's definitely in the running for MVP for me. He's just like, yeah, he's a he's a a treat in every scene, and he actually turns out to be the main bad guy too, mm-hmm. right? He gets his dick blown up at the end, That's, which is, is that what... my dick? Is that my dick? <laughs> He's he's obsessed with dicks, and you know, is it just all comes apart? They actually foreshadowed that in the beginning when they threatened to to beat off that guy's dick. Yes, with both hands. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, with both hands. Yeah, he uh, he. I feel like this is one of his bigger roles as far as like not just being support. Like he has so many good little roles. Like he's actually in Step Brothers, uh, a Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movie. Which right, right. John C. Riley is one of my favorites of all time. But Rob Riggle has yes. a great uh, cameo in there where he's working as uh, an assistant of, of Adam Scott. And then he has a great Ugh. cameo in The Hangover as a yeah. cop uh, with the little kid that he has shoot Zach Galifianakis with the stun gun. Like, he's so. I feel like he's very underused in like big roles. And I think that was one of his biggest. I feel like that's perfect. I that's the kind of that's the kind of guy I can respect. The one that doesn't yeah. ever want to be above the title is just like mm-hmm. content being in 
50 movies always is either just like a bit part or cameo, but fucking is perfect at it. Yes. Is universally loved. Yes. I haven't, I don't think I've told you this, but I've, I've told this on the podcast that if I could go back in time, I would go back and tell my young self to be a pretty good NFL field goal kicker. I feel like in the same way that's like, you get the most bang for your buck. You like work half the year. You're only on the field for like maybe 20 seconds a game and you get paid. You're not getting paid the big <laughs> bucks, but you're getting, you can make a good living at it. And it's like, mm-hmm. who wants to, you know, star in like Jude law in 2009 being like five fucking movies. This guy just like comes out, has a blast nails every fucking moment. <laughs> um, I wonder if he's like a one take guy too, or if this is like, Really, he has to. I don't know. It, it's so hard to know if this is just like who he is, or if he really has to figure it out. I want it to be who he is so bad. Yeah, like I want this to be off-camera. Rob Riggle is on-camera. Rob Riggle because he's mm. very similar in all of these little roles as he is in in this movie. Okay, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. Um, we might be getting close to that time. Do you have like who, when you, so this is a rewatch. I think that's always fun too. Cause like mm. part of the show is looking at franchising, but also in some cases like rewatching a classic and really, you know, it's been maybe for me, this was 10 years, but for you, it's mm. only been like a few days, maybe, I don't know, but yeah, like, I rewatched it. Um, not long after you texted me and we decided to do it. So I, I refreshed. Okay. So yeah, so this is like something that, you're sort of really aware of is this was there anything new that jumped out at you or is this like something that you just sort of wear like a you know like a your favorite yeah. pajama Not... i guess <laughs> do you wear pajamas i i yeah i usually wear a pair of shorts and a, a t-shirt okay or uh, so yeah your pajamas yeah this is <laughs> my comfort movie uh no i i don't really think anything has after you know like the fourth or fifth watch or it's like yeah you know stuff just gets more uh, either funny, like I think certain moments in this movie get funnier every time I watch it. Damn, that's really impressive because that's like usually the first thing to wear off is a joke. Is well, like, oh, I've heard this. Yeah. So when I when I find what not when what I find funny is in most movies is not like the big scenes, but usually little lines that you slip in here and there, mm. like. I don't know why it gets me so gets me so easily, but in Superbad, for example, since we brought that up, there's a line when they're leaving the school and Jonah Hill's car is towed and they're talking about it getting towed and Christopher Mintz Plass's character goes, or McLovin, if you will, I guess, goes, mm-hmm. uh, Thank s- you. S- why would you park in the staff parking lot? I mean, you're not staff. And I, it's it's not funny out of context, yeah. but every time I see it, it makes me laugh so hard. And in yeah. Twenty One Jump Street, it's the scene where they're running from the 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 bikers, and they're they're in this little in the car, and they they get stuck in traffic, and they have to get out and take another car, and they find this little pink uh, uh, Volkswagen, and Channing mm-hmm. Tatum. He goes up to the girl driving. He says, "Excuse me, we need to use your car right now." And then as he's pulling out, he goes, oh, my God, you you are so hot. Someone will pick you up right away. And it's not the context, because obviously that's a very sexist line, but just his delivery yeah. of it and, and just how, like, in the moment of, like, we're getting chased by guys with guns that he still finds time to drop that line. And it just makes me laugh every single time. No, I, that's a, I think that's what this magic of this movie is, is, like, the way that reality for a few of the, some of the characters are living in earth real world and then like the main characters are all just like inhabiting their own space where they are given they can do that they can just say this thing that yes. doesn't make any sense and it's like yeah it just feels so weird and funny and i think the reason why super bad works so well is because of michael Sarah and jonah hill and i think yes. i think channing isn't quite for me a michael Sarah, but it's a different version of that same like yeah, if they'd gotten an actor I didn't really care about, this would have been a pretty boring movie. Um, yeah. But it really is that, like, the banter, the stuff that isn't really a written, like, oh, they're mm. gonna, everyone's gonna vomit when they laugh so yeah. hard at this line. Right. It's just, like, the shit that's, like, 
what would what's like we just need a little like all the little banter scenes are so perfect and mm-hmm. really give us who these characters are yeah it, it's their juxtaposition is wonderful as far as like their physical uh beings as well as just like their i think styles i guess because again this is the first real comedy that we saw channing tatum in like i don't yeah. think he did anything like this before this which was like oh wow we're getting this guy like who's only done romantic comedies and like just cheesy borderline hallmark crap that it was so funny to see them together because he like i said this is what made me a fan of him he's so good and he did so well with jonah hill that it was like that's why i love this movie so much is just they are perfect together yeah it it wouldn't have worked without them just Mm. sort of like vibing that way and uh it, this is a true vibe movie. This is like at the end of the day, this is just about two boys' vibes and making sure they st- still uh, are friends and down to be cops together. Which is, I mean, that's all we could really ask for. Yeah, just two guys. Oh wait, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he knew he could kiss a girl in high school. He was a cop. He could get away with it. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the yeah the social justice line still comes through. I get it. Okay, good. That's actually, I really try hard to force movies that I want to watch again to not make me cringe. So I can just pretend that this is still just like, oh, yeah, a cop would have no problem doing that. So that's good. Okay, good. I'll write that down. (laughs) No, it's still very cringy. I don't don't think that's what they went for. I think they just were (laughs) like, oops, we made an uh uh-oh with this high school. I wonder if it's going to be addressed uh, in, she's not in the second one, right? In 22? You don't know. I'll, you don't know. No, remember. I do. I do. I don't oh, want to ruin anything okay. for you. Thank you. That was a Come test. On. Did you pass the test? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what happens. Uh, did, so the I read I read the Ebert review, which is one of his last mm. reviews, and he was sort of in full brain dead mode at this mm. point, where it just like was really not making too much sense. But he did have one line. It was like the action was boring and forgettable, and like I don't know. I think the action was intentionally subversive in a way that. Maybe it wasn't always that funny, but it, like it knew this. I I don't know if it was budgetary or what, or if they're just like the writers didn't care. But like, there's so many jokes about like why didn't that car blow up and like yes. they stop on the highway and it's like yes. they intentionally made it boring. And I think that was a much better choice than trying to make this actually be a good action movie. Yeah, they're really like it's funny. I wouldn't have even thought I've, as someone that has watched this movie on numerous occasions. I really didn't even think about that, how there is relatively very little, like, action action. Like, there's some fight scenes, and there's some, like, parties, and some, but, like, there's not, like, explosions or crazy, like, moments. It's pretty tame, which yeah, is and they even hilarious. Like, right, they even call, like, oh, there's a burning, like, gas truck. Like, oh, that's gonna <laughs> blow up real big, and then just, like, nothing happens. And It's, it's like, like, I really thought that was gonna blow up. <laughs> <laughs> and even the gunfight scene was just like ridiculous and and just you know that everyone's either getting shot too much or not getting shot at all and it's just like they had fun with what i think it's a perfect like they're already entering into like the high school drama and trying to turn it into two different types of movies they really i think yeah. they that's another reason why this movie is a fun rewatch still in 2020 is just like yeah it goofs around so much that it nothing's really serious and I don't know. It's, it doesn't hit me like Superbad does. I think again for a few different reasons, but overall, yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is like a super bad light. If you're not in the mood for McLovin, who's sort mm. of irritating sometimes. Yes, then... I was gonna say. I would actually say that movie might have been a little bit better if there was less McLovin. He's yeah, he's an intense, um, intense role for sure. I think he hits well and hard the first time, but. I think by the end, I just sort of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe, he's a, yeah, he's more of a litmus test of how I'm <laughs> feeling that day. If yeah. he gets on my nerves or if I want more, <laughs> who, who knows? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, this, this is, it's, I think the, the fun descriptor is perfect for this. It's in no way means a masterpiece of a movie, but it is one of the more fun movies, I think, of the last decade as far as like, it's just a comforting rewatch aside from the obvious very cringy 
what we've talked about. Yeah. But mm. like every other aspect of this movie is just so fun, so light, so just easy to watch. Yeah, and it's perfectly cast. Like I this is gonna be hard. So I think we're at that time, like Brie Larson, Dave Franco, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, Mr. Riggles, like everyone is so well cast that I mean, I think I'm just gonna have to give it to the gym teacher. I don't know. He's just like he he bats a thousand, he never lets you down, he turns out to be the surprise villain, and he is just I think he's perfect. I don't it's hard because sometimes you want the you know the MVP to really re- recognize like I guess that's true that would this movie have worked without him maybe but it worked so well with him I think he really yeah. for me clinched that spot see there I think that you could say that for every single right one. it's that's, true it's really so hard to imagine anyone else in the cast in the roles that were that they played like yeah. Not to make right. comparisons, but like, I'm just going to say it. I love Emma Stone a lot, and her friend in that movie was great. But like, I think the dynamic would have been the exact same, and nothing crazy would have changed if it was not Emma Stone or, say, Emma Watson. Like, it's right. Everyone in this movie is like, I, I can't imagine a different person playing those characters. I mean, I think to sort of, to, I think for me, the reason why that's true is not because. Emma Stone's a bad actor is that no, they no, no, no. they wrote a movie for boys about boys and honestly the girlfriend plot line is not important and yeah, they don't really do yeah which is why Brie Larson is so fun I'll again we don't have to mention the creepiness every time we talk about yeah. the character but like yeah. she does more than that and she's very good and like I don't know I think she's really obviously anyone could have been recast we would have had a different experience but she yes. brings some life to this movie and I think she was a really good choice for 2012. It's they're just all, every character is so important. Like, like that's a good point. The Emma Stone line in Superbad is very minimal. I mean, that's literally Jonah Hill's goal, but she has such little actual involvement that I guess that makes sense. But all of these characters are so involved. Like every, like all five or six that we mentioned are all humongous pieces of this whole movie. It's like you yeah. gotta. It's so tough to think like, oh, who would have played Rob Riggle? Who else would have played Dave Franco? Who would have played uh, the the police chief of Twenty One Jump Street? Like, right? Ice Cube is perfect. In Ice that. Cube is very good. It's so good. So he's a contender it, too. Yeah, it's uh, he honestly when we were when you started talking about like you know it's that time we might be thinking about it as far as MVPs go. Ice Cube actually crossed my mind, and I didn't yeah. initially think of him. But I think Ice Cube is, he might be mine because he's such a, he has such a small role. Like he has very few scenes, but they're all incredible. And for being one of the only ones out of this major casting that is not as important to the rest, I still feel like it wouldn't have been as good if it wasn't him. Yeah. He bridged his from the one police chief to him from the actual police to 21 jump street. I don't know. They needed something like so different than yes. Chris. What was his name? Nick, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. They need someone <laughs> so different than like Nick Offerman plays it. So just like, um, did you just say that you gave him your, you have the right to be a lawyer, yeah. <laughs> which is, like, you do have the right to be one if you want to. <laughs> great fucking line but like you know there needed to be a jump if you will between police and and the chapel and i think uh yeah he's uh he's really good i think that's a good pick because i am and you know you have to tell me i'm assuming he's back too for the sequel and i mean i hope so i just like that's the thing is like riggles will not be back he has no dick he was captured but i do think that um my lips are sealed (laughs) oh my god i can't wait (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna be fun. I don't know who's coming back and who's not. That's such a fun franchising thing. But yeah, but yeah. Ice Cube is um he's a staple. I think he could easily become like honestly number three character in the in the in the next one if they choose to do that. He, so yeah, he's there's they involve him a lot more. Yeah, they introduce a lot of new characters who are all honestly, I I think have maybe not as 
big of an impact as we talk with these other ones where it's like, oh, I can't imagine somebody else because the original is always going to be the original. But they, we're going to be having a very similar discussion at the end of 22 Jump Street when it comes to like mm, how important these, this casting was to these roles because they're, they're perfect. Oh, um, fun. But I think through this discussion, I think, yeah, I think, I think Ice Cube is probably my MVP, again, just because of how small of an importance he has in this. And it still feels that he's so valuable in yeah. that character as that actor in those scenes that, like, I, he, he just he nailed it. It was perfectly done. It's, he's so goddamn funny. And, yeah, uh, them always throwing Tra- in uh, NWA references is always great too. So yeah, yeah, the Korean Jesus thing was um, a nice. No, uh... yeah, stop playing a Korean Jesus. I think that's another thing where, where Ice Cube was like, it felt like he was given very written lines. There was a lot of references, a lot of yeah, you know, like other characters were given more maybe like natural leeway and he just had a lot of like insult like ins all it was was insults as a reminder i don't know if you've seen um veep and that guy's shows uh, i haven't seen but, veep i don't remember who made it so i might have seen others but yeah, I, I think it's like armando in a new cheers line. but um he his first show or maybe one of his early shows had a guy who's like a scottish guy that all he did was scream insults at everyone the entire show and it's just like to have that role where you're just like being that aggressive, it just it can get so tiresome if you're not good at it. And I think he just like I don't know what this says about Ice Cube, but he just like it just felt like he just did it very naturally and it didn't seem like he was just like reading, you know, insults no. off of a list over and over again. It just like it it was he's funny, man. He's fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, and that's that's a good testament to the script writers as well. Like Yeah. You know, uh to be delivered so well, but know that it's scripted, but it still just feels so natural is like, okay, they wrote the lines perfect for him, knowing what his character was and what he was going to do. And it just came out great. I think actually I read some trivia that um, Jonah Hill wrote that character with Ice Cube in mind. And, <laughs> yeah. So that I think makes that a lot of sense. makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, it seems like I don't even need to ask this question of you, but I just, for just, I guess, for formality and just be, to get it in the books, are you asking when will it end? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, Wait, what? No, no, Wait, what? No. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I hated Surprise. it and the whole time I was lying. Of course not. I, I, I don't want it to ever end. This was this is so much fun. Wow. I'm excited for you to see the next one. Um, I didn't like this movie as much as you did, but I still, it was fucking fun, man. And I'm, I'm also not asking. I'm excited one of the, I mean, obviously, one of the cringiest parts was the high school stitch. So we're now in college, which is, you know, a little better. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also opens things up. It's sort of like, I don't know if you're a Buffy guy, but. I'm just a Buffy. Yeah. When Buffy goes from high school to college, it just like changed the fucking game. Yes. But I think that's, if it's, it's a perfect franchise, but it also allows for so much to open up that I think it can be like very exciting or very devastating. We'll see what they choose. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think it'll be fun. I, fun. I, I, I hope that I don't eat my words on this, but I really think you are going to be pleasantly surprised. And I think Amazing. you will enjoy it, especially if you enjoyed the first one. So. Yeah. And also, I mean, at this point, this is like Channing Tatum's, he's not, this is was yes, you said it was like one of his very first comedy roles. And mm-hmm. I mean, only expecting these two guys to get more comfortable together, funnier together. And, you know, I have a lot of expectations. Hopefully they come through. We'll see. <laughs> cool. Um, I usually have like artists, poets, um, filmmakers, movie stars as guests, but I don't know. Is there, uh, do you do anything? Anything you want to tell people about? You, you create, you share anything that people, you're a fucking great photographer, actually, now that I oh, sort yeah, of thank you. tried to make fun of you, but no, actually in seriousness, <laughs> is there anything that you'd like to plug? I can put it in the episode notes or anything you'd like to have people share, like know that you're up to. Um, or do you just want no, to be a secret guest? I, I mean, I, my life's not really a secret, but I'm not like big. Like, pe- my name is pretty much all my social media handles. So if you want to see iPhone photography shots and then random pictures of my life, you can find that. But I also am picking up more uh, music gigs and playing out around. Uh, oh right, the South Shore kid. Um, <laughs> there's a chance that I'm playing. 
uh, up at Bissell's uh, Milo location, the Bissell Brothers Three Rivers, in a couple weeks uh, for a friend of mine who's moving to Montana. So I might be opening for him if things work out. So that'll be oh, awesome. Fun. Yeah. So just playing music around, taking pictures and hiding. Dancing too. <laughs> Definitely Another dancing. Definitely yeah. dancing. Yeah. Well, dude, this, this was fucking really fun. I'm, uh, you know, as a first time you've been listening to you, like we chat, like we were doing jaws when we were working together and that was like, so fun to have your, like, <laughs> so you my just favorite like, series find me while i was like trying to drive away and you're just like it's a fucking shark and you just like <laughs> scream at me while i was trying to go home and yeah it's like it's it's amazing to have you on the show man this is really fun it's a blast thank you pal uh, can't wait to the next of one of course so yeah we'll be back next week with um 22 jump street and until then um i have no idea <laughs> <laughs>